0: Welcome to Chick Chat the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Naturepedic, a manufacturer of award-winning certified organic mattresses. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Barry Chick, the founder and technical director of Naturepedic. Barry has had a lifelong interest in preserving the environment, not only for us, but for all future generations. As a board-certified environmental engineer, Barry is an advocate for legislative reform and has four decades of experience investigating and assessing hazardous materials contamination, resolving environmental problems, and protecting human health, safety, and the environment. He has a wealth of knowledge and experience, and we're honored to have him here with us today. Today's episode is about the important decision of choosing your child's crib mattress. It may not sound like a big deal, but it's more important than parents think. And Barry knows this all too well, When he was shopping for his first grandchild's crib mattress, he was troubled to discover the state of the baby mattress industry. From that moment, Barry was inspired and determined to create mattress products that are safer and healthier for every child. And that's how Naturopedic was born in 2003. Barry is going to share with us how and why crib mattresses play a part in safe sleep, what parents should look for when choosing a crib mattress, and what he wants all parents to know. And we are so thankful Naturepedic is offering all of our listeners a 20% discount on their website, www.naturepedic.com, with discount code BABYCHICK20. See our episode description for these details. And now let's welcome Barry to the show. Hi, Barry. How are you?
1: Wonderful. Thank you, Nina. How are you?
0: I am doing so well, Barry. Oh my goodness. Our listeners just heard your amazing bio and we are thrilled to have you here on Chick Chat, the baby chick podcast. Cause I just think that this is such an important topic, baby sleep. And this being baby safety Month, we're talking all about this, but a lot of parents don't think about crib mattresses when it comes to all of this. So Barry, i love for you to tell us a little bit about the history of safe sleep for babies if you can.
1: Sure, well let's just start with recognizing something in general. And it actually applies to all mattresses for all ages and then in particular for babies and crib mattresses. Perfect. And that is everybody's concerned about about what happens when people are awake, when babies are awake. But then once the baby falls asleep, Nobody pays attention to the crib mattress to the or any mattress. Somehow people just ignore that. And so we have to stop for a second and say, well, wait a second. In the case of a baby, a baby is sleeping on a mattress for certainly the first mo- first few months of life. Certainly the baby is sleeping more than the baby is awake. I mean, babies will sleep for 15 hours every single day for months. And months and months. So, what is the baby sleeping on? Okay, and what's the issue? So, the issue is safety. All right, we have to be very concerned, especially with a baby, to create a safe sleeping experience. We want a safe experience 24 hours a day. But we're talking about the, you know, the 12 to 15 hours the baby's sleeping. You want a safe sleeping environment, and what does that mean? and what's and how did that evolve over time? What things have changed as you yourself just said, what's the what's the history of safe sleep? Maybe let's go back a hundred or two hundred years ago.
0: Oh wow, yes, let's do it.
1: Yeah, just just get a perspective here. So a hundred or two hundred years ago. The baby slept on straw, okay? And the straw was natural. They didn't add any chemicals. They didn't use any allergenic materials. It was hygienic. When the baby made a mess, you took the straw away and you gave the baby new straw. It was breathable. So, I mean, just go back and say, okay, was there a safety problem when the baby slept on straw? And the answer is pretty much no. It wasn't any real safety problem when a baby slept on straw, okay? But what has happened in the past, certainly the past 100 years, in particular the past 50 years, even earlier? So there are a number of things. So let me first just give you one point, and then we'll, just as a starting point, and that is the issue of chemicals, okay? So in the past 100 years, Something like 85,000 new chemicals have been invented, according to the official records. I mean, according to some records, it's several hundred thousand. But whatever, let's just stick with 85,000. Most of these chemicals have never been tested for toxicity, okay? So we'll come back to that in a minute. But first, I just want to introduce the, the point that chemicals today are a very big issue. In terms of safety and in terms of health, but now let's look at the let's look at the other points. We finished just getting an overview. all right. So a couple hundred years ago, the baby didn't have a chemical problem, and if the baby was sleeping on straw a couple hundred years ago, the baby did not have an allergenic problem in all likelihood, as far as I know. All right The baby did not have any physical uh, safety issues, uh, most likely. The baby didn't have allergenic issues. The baby didn't have uh, hygienic issues because of the straw got soiled. They just took the straw away. Baby probably didn't have any breathability issues. See, all these issues are new issues. And that's what we have to focus on now when we talk about what happened. What's the history of safe sleep? So the history is today we have physical safety issues. We have chemical safety issues. We have allergenic safety issues. We have hygiene safety issues. We have breathability safety issues. That's the history. We now have issues that did not exist in the past.
0: Yeah, we've complicated the whole thing, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. We have. It's exactly what happened.
0: So how do crib mattresses play a part in safe sleep now that you've recognized all these different sides to safe sleep? How can a crib mattress really play a part in making sure that parents are choosing a safer sleep for themselves, you know, for a regular mattress, but also a crib mattress for their babies?
1: Okay. So today you don't put a baby on straw. Today you put a baby on a crib mattress. And that crib mattress has to last for years. You know, you can't, you're not going to change that mattress every two months. Right. Uh, It has to last. So let's look at the issues. So let's start with the simple issue, and that is plain old physical safety. So a crib mattress has to be firm. The CPSC, Consumer Product Safety Commission, will tell you that a crib mattress has to be firm. Doctors will tell you that you don't want a baby sleeping on mush. And then the other part of physical safety is when the baby's standing, when the baby becomes a toddler, standing at the edge of the crib, jumping up and holding on to the edge, jumping up and down, uh, you need support along the edges of the crib mattress. Otherwise, the baby can slip, you know, they can get tangled up in between the bars, you know, just plain old physical safety. So there has to be a proper firmness. There has to be proper edge support. That's what's important for a crib mattress. Then the second point, would let's, let's move to the chemical issue. All right, that's in many ways the big issue. Right. Because today mattresses, let's take it from the top down. The surface of a crib mattress in most cases today is vinyl. Vinyl is actually polyvinyl chloride. Polyvinyl chloride comes in two forms. It can be hard. It can be soft. When polyvinyl chloride is hard, it's, called, it's usually called PVC, like your PVC pipe or something like that. When they take that hard PVC and they add plasticizers known as phthalates, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, when you add phthalates, it turns that hard PVC into soft polyvinyl chloride. When it's soft polyvinyl chloride, it's just called vinyl. Okay, that's the common, the common term. The problem is that the chemicals that they add to make soft vinyl are pretty much toxic. They're carcinogenic, uh, so much so that Congress, U.S. Congress, some years ago, like 10, 11 years ago, banned, actually came out and banned some forms of these, these phthalate plasticizers because they were so toxic. And there was, there was a big study at the University of Rochester and so on. That demonstrated that these chemicals are are harming babies.
0: Can I ask how are they harming babies?
1: They're carcinogenic, and uh, in particular, this particular study at University of Rochester actually demonstrated that the phthalates make baby boys more feminine. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I'll say it again: the study from the University of Rochester demonstrated that baby boys. who are are breathing in these phthalate plasticizers, start developing feminine characteristics. And that was pretty shocking. You know, it's not appropriate. And so Congress actually banned some of these plasticizers. But of course, you know, as you might expect, industry has a lot of sway, a lot of power with government officials. And they came and tried to block the ban and so what happened in the end is Congress banned some of these phthalates, but did not ban others. so they, they banned the ones that that the most testing had been done, and the ones that were the most conclusive, and then they allowed industry to keep using the other ones. But the other ones could be just as bad. They just haven't done as much testing, you know So Congress is playing their usual political games, and at the end of the day, you know, there's still vinyl on these baby mattresses and babies are still breathing these chemicals. And these chemicals that they're breathing from different versions of the phthalate chemicals may be just as bad as the others.
0: Which is so scary. I can't imagine, you know, being a business owner myself, just the ethics side of things. (laughs) Like how can you, I mean, maybe it's probably uh, more cost effective, easier to get access to. But at the end of the day, if it's causing potential harm to a child or anyone, for that matter, sleeping on that surface, I just, it's baffling to me.
1: Well, Nina, you're opening up a whole topic that (laughs) we can talk about. Forever. you know, forever. Let me give you in a, in a, as, poli- as, a, as polite as, as I can. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this politely. And that is industry has very little ethics. Okay. That's the polite way of saying it. Right. It's shocking to me as to what I see every single day. And I don't believe for a second that, you know, that manufacturers don't know what they're doing. They, of course, they know what they're doing. They just live in a different world, and all that matters is the bottom line, and the things that they do. I, I I I just don't know how to say it any nicer than that.
0: Right, that makes perfect sense. So, to me, I'm now curious: what inspired you to do something about it? Because you know, we heard the story of you. Buying or trying to purchase a crib mattress for your grandchild and being pretty much appalled by <laughs> what the market had available. Like, but what inspired you to actually take action and do something about it?
1: So let me go back and give you the the bigger picture. When I was in college, I was in engineering school. This is back like 1970. I was in engineering school, and the joke in engineering school was the solution to pollution is dilution. Very funny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except, except of course, it's not funny at all. all. Right. What we realized, at least what I realized back then, I, I happened to live close to Lake Erie, and what I realized was, you know what? In 1870, when industry started dumping their toxic chemicals into Lake Erie, the lake just swallowed it up, no problem. 1890, no problem. 1910, 1930, 1950, no problem. 1970, big problem. Lake Erie was dying because all the chemicals were just killing everything in the lake. And by the way, to this day, it's illegal for commercial fishing in Lake Erie. Wow. You can do your own private stuff. No one's going to stop you. But commercial fishing is illegal because the mercury levels are still way too high. So what's the lesson that I learned? lesson that I learned, uh, which then shaped me going from then on, the lesson that I learned was, do you think that if you're going to just dump toxic chemicals into the environment, you're going to get away with it? You're not going to get away with it. Of course, you're not going to get away with it. Sooner or later, you're going to have to pay the price. And when that day comes, it's going to be a big price. Okay? So that's the lesson that I learned. And now, or later on in life, and then I became an environmental engineer. I've been chasing chemicals for 40 years and so on. But that lesson uh, stayed with me, and I realized that that applies to people, too. And then I realized it applies to babies also. We give a baby a little bit of a a chemical. Okay, maybe the baby can handle it. Then a little bit more, then a little bit more, then a little bit more. And uh, the chemical industry, they take the position that the dose makes the poison. So if the dose is very small, it cannot be called a poison. So on paper that's correct technically speaking but in real life it makes no sense because first of all you don't know nobody knows and they don't know uh, what dose starts to hurt who and, and how they really don't know because they've never done the testing and then they, and then what happens if you get that little bit dose every single day they don't know what happens when it accumulates and then what happens if this little chemical combines with that little chemical and creates a third chemical. You know, they had no idea. Nobody ever thought about it. You know, we're living in a, in a society where babies are being hit with all these chemicals, and nobody really knows what is doing what kind of harm and, and how it's happening. Because, because, like I said before, there's 85 or more thousand chemicals running around. So, how do we know what's doing what to who? We don't know. So, what happened to me? So, that's my background. So, then 17 years ago or so, my wife sent me to a baby store to buy a crib mattress and a few other things for our first grandchild. So, to make the long story short, you know, I'm looking at these mattresses and I'm saying, Vinyl, you know, give me a break. I'm not interested. Polyurethane foam filling, I'm not interested. Flame retardant chemicals, because the polyurethane foam is so flammable, I'm not interested. Formaldehyde, I'm not interested. Pesticides, I'm not interested. By the way, when when you see a product and it says antimicrobial, Mm -hmm. okay, so people will pay a little bit more. Oh, this is antimicrobial or this is antibacterial. Oh, sounds great. All you're paying for is they sprayed it with, uh, with pesticides you know. Oh, wow. Now you're giving the baby more pesticides, more oh. more toxic chemicals. That's all they've done.
0: Yeah. And we know how, I mean, harmful pesticides can be. I mean, it's been proven.
1: Exactly. So I'm looking at these products, the GMOs and glue and everything. I'm scratching my head and I'm saying, give me a break. This, uh, an adult should not be sleeping on this. But how do you put a, a child, a, a baby, a brand new baby? How, how do you do that? I mean, are you guys crazy? And there was nothing else, there was nothing else in the store. Now, I am making the story a little shorter, but whatever, you get the point. Yeah. The famous line that I'll never forget is that I'm talking to a salesperson and you know, salesperson says, Oh, come on, cut it out. If it wasn't safe, the government wouldn't allow it to be sold. And I felt like taking shooting myself or something. <laughs> I like, are you are you crazy? How do Sorry. you Who's paying attention to what's in this crib mattress or that crib mattress or most products? There's nobody paying attention. And if the mattress or components came from China, give me a break. You know, they'll, they, to save a nickel, they would put anything in there. So I came home that night and I'm kidding around with my wife. And I said, you know what? My grandfather slept on straw. We have Amish friends. And let's go to our, some of our friends and get some straw that's safer than what I saw in the store. And that's how this whole thing started. I mean, I just couldn't buy what I saw in the store. And we, we at the end, we made something and uh, then I put it on the internet and people started sending me money. I go, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> people are sending me money. You know, I better start making mattresses. So this whole thing, this whole thing is like an accident. You know, it really is. And it just grew, you know, we started making baby mattresses. And then we we added kids mattresses and then adult and then super luxury. And you know, whatever. We make all kinds of mattresses, but we started with in our our big you know, we're well known for baby mattresses.
0: Yes, absolutely. And your organic baby mattresses really when parents are coming to me and and are green conscious, definitely, I'm like, Oh, I know, I know the brand that we need to talk about when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to baby sleep. So you're definitely well known. So you guys have done such a great job. And what? so for you guys, what have you and your team done at Naturepedic? Tell us like, you know, the evolution, you said, um, all of those mattresses. So what are you guys doing today and, and focusing on?
1: Okay, so first let's finish with the uh, chemical safety. Yes. So, please. so we use, so for waterproofing, we use a food grade polyethylene that's made from sugarcane. And we only, we don't use GMOs. So our sugarcane is all non GMO sugarcane, but it's the cleanest, healthiest, safest way of waterproofing a mattress. So that's how we waterproof our mattresses. Then the filling is organic cotton. Okay. And then we use food grade polyethylene. And then we use steel. And the steel is, is we order steel without lead, without mercury or things like that. So the bottom line is we try to keep all the materials that go into that mattress as safe as we possibly can. And we don't use all the nastier stuff. But then we, we, we've done even more than that. So the next thing is we don't think a baby should be sleeping on allergenic materials. And that's a big issue that I have with the organic community. The fact of the matter is, and if I shock you, you know, you'll forgive me. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is that organic latex is allergenic to six, between six and eight percent of the population. Latex is an allergenic material. The US government knows it, the medical community knows it, the CDC knows it, the FDA knows it. And there's an issue here. If you're an adult and you would know if you're allergic to latex. Right. And if you're allergic to latex, you're not gonna buy latex. It doesn't matter how organic it is, you know? So if you're an adult and you want latex in the mattress, fine, we make our mattresses with or without latex, no problem, either way. But for children and for babies, and including all our baby mattresses, of course, we refuse to use any latex whatsoever. We do not use anything that that is known to be allergenic. It doesn't matter. How organic it is. And just to make the point stronger, you know, what if I took poison ivy and I stuffed a baby mattress? Would you buy it? Of course not. Okay. What if that poison ivy was all organic? Of course, you don't care. It's allergenic. <laughs> right. It's right. Al- so just because something is organic is not enough. Right. Our products are organic, but we go beyond that. Okay. If it's allergenic, then we don't care how organic it is. We're not going to use it. So we will not we will not put any latex in our baby mattresses, and that's a big big issue with us compared to all the organic brands out there because they're all putting organic latex in a baby mattress, which we will not do. then there's another issue, and that is hygiene that people are not paying attention to, okay? Mm-hmm. like I said when we first started, you know when the straw got dirty, you took the straw away and you gave the baby clean straw. Well, wait a second, if the baby's sleeping on a mattress, okay. And that mattress is not waterproofed. All right, what's going to happen?
0: No, oh, it's going to get soiled and gross.
1: Uh, of course, it's gross. Okay, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's urine. There's bigger messes. There's drool. There's vomit. There's just spilled milk. Whatever it is. All right. Uh, once it gets, if, if there's no waterproofing, once it starts to grow on the mattress, the baby's sleeping on this. The baby's going to turn over and breathe this stuff. You know, forget it. So we, we believe in waterproofing our mattresses. Now we do it the right way. We're not going to use vinyl. We're not going to use perfluorinated compounds, which is the other big thing that people use, you know, PFCs, PFAS. We're not going to use those things. We're going to waterproof it in a clean, safe way. So, so that's the next thing that we evolved in. So over time, we've developed what is really a, an excellent crib mattress. It's physically safe. We add the proper firmness and the proper edge support. It's chemically safe. It's allergenically safe. It's hygiene safe. And then we even add a cover for extra breathability, so that there's air surrounding the baby. That's an optional thing. Not everybody wants that, but if you want it, we ha- we have that, so that that provides extra breathability for the baby. So we've covered we've covered safety in a way that just. I don't mean to sit here and just turn this into a naturopedic advertisement, <laughs> no. but there's nobody in the market that does what we do. Nobody.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, actually, we were looking at this report, which I would love for you to kind of tell us more about, because I believe that you're actually going to be posting this report yep. on your website. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. So there's a about a hundred different environmental groups got together. And they decided to check out the crib mattress marketplace. They're called uh, Getting Ready for Baby. That was the overall name. They interviewed, I think it was 37 different brands, which is pretty much everybody in the market. Well over a hundred different mattresses. And they 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 interviewed them. They they read the websites. They they picked a whole bunch of mattresses and tested them. And uh, they tested, you know, who has polyurethane foam, who's using. Of flame retardants, who's uh, using perfluorinated compounds, things like that. And Naturopedic came out as the best mattress. We were, the only ma- we were actually the only mattress that met all their standards.
0: Which you should feel so good about since, yes. I mean, this wasn't funded by you guys. So this no, is pretty no, no, awesome no. That, you, that you got that.
1: Yeah, I was pretty shy. I, let me be honest here. Not that I haven't been honest till now, yeah. but <laughs> let, me, let me just say it the way I need to say it. If you want to know the truth, I'm still in shock. I mean, this whole company, I'm very proud of our products, don't get me wrong, but for an outside group to say that we have the absolute best mattresses in the whole country just is shocking. I mean, this whole thing is an accident that developed into something. Sure, we try to do the best we can, you know, of course we do, but to be told that we're actually the best in the whole country, it's shocking. It really is.
0: Well, that speaks so highly of all the work that you've done and just what you've told me you know, from each side of you know, really thinking about safe sleep and how at least your company has addressed each thing. I'm, you know, again, like I said before, as a business owner myself, if you're going to do something, I'm always like, we'll do it right. I don't care if it's more expensive. I don't care if it takes more time. You you do it the right way. Don't skip corners because at the end of the day, that's that's not going to help anybody. So to find companies like you who are doing that and really thinking about our families, it means a lot. So for our listeners, if you guys want to check out this report so you can get more information, uh, check out naturepedic.com backslash report so you can get more information about this. So you can see all of those details that Barry's telling us. Yep. So Barry, my question, my next question for you is what should parents look for when looking for to purchase a crib mattress? Obviously, you know, we've gone through a lot of different things, but, and it sounds like obviously going to this report will also answer a lot of those questions. But if, if they are just, if there's just something that they need to be mindful of or look at when, when purchasing a crib mattress, what are those, what are those things?
1: Okay. So there's two, you know, I can't expect, nobody can expect parents to sit there and turn in Become college professors and try to figure out all the little details of what goes into a crib mattress. So, there has to be some, some other things. And, and, and this, this applies not just to a crib mattress, but to other products as well. So, there's two things that come to mind one is certifications, and the other is endorsements. So, when it comes to certifications, there are various certifications on the marketplace. We have a list of them uh, on our website uh naturepd.com slash certifications i believe takes you right there so for example there's gots g-o-t-s global organic textile standard so that's an organic certification Let, let me stop for a second and just make one point that is there is no one certification that covers everything unfortunately right so there's two issues one is that every certification is limited and the other issue is that sometimes the certification is better, and sometimes it's not as good, even in the area that they supposedly certify. So, having said that, still, it's still valuable to, to be aware of certifications. So, the Global Organic Textile GOTS or GOTS, you know, uh, will is, is a relatively very good certification, relatively speaking. They don't deal with allergenic issues, but they do deal with with it organic and non toxic kinds of issues, and uh, they try to get rid of any potential uh, harmful chemicals. So that's one certification to look at. Just ask for the GOTS, the God certification. That's great. There are other certifications. There's Made Safe, which is another good certification. And Made Safe looks at all kinds of chemicals, basically. And uh, if they certify the product, whatever the product is, not just for Crib mattresses, but if they certify the product, that that's a very helpful sign. Those are the two best. There's GreenGuard, GreenGuard Gold. It's a little bit limited. I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, but it's better than nothing.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, if you want to, if you want to fail the GreenGuard, you try hard enough, you can fail. <laughs> but you know, so it, it's better than nothing. But these are the best. The best are just Gots and and Made Safe. Made Safe. So that's one thing. But then there's then there's all so that's one thing to look at is what, what kind of certifications? Oh, by the way, without going too far, if you see a certipure, C-E-R-T-I-P-U-R, CertiPure, that's nothing more than a certification for the polyurethane foam. And the certification was made by the polyurethane foam industry oh, for no. their own products. Oh gosh. So I don't want to sit here and you know bash too hard. But just be aware that not every certification, you know, may be what you're really looking for. Let's just leave it at that, okay?
0: And that I appreciate because like you were saying, consumers can't be experts at everything. Right. Because they're choosing so many different things and preparing for a child. So, you know, consumers really trust these these companies. But rather than, and I appreciate you, rather than saying, you know, look for this ingredient or look for this material or look for whatever it is, that can be really Difficult for for a family and can be confusing. So to at least say, look for these certifications or go to these websites and see which companies have have made the list. And you know that's a that's a much easier and more attainable way for for parents to at least get better information that's that's good for for their family. So that that I really appreciate.
1: Yeah. So. Thank you, Nina. I, you know, agreed. So as long as we're talking about certifications, there's a couple others that do not apply to crib mattresses, but I'll throw it in just because your listeners will appreciate it. If, the, pro- if the product has latex in it, which means in, in, in terms of mattresses, for which means for us at least, that you want, you want an organic latex. There is a certification for organic latex called GOLS instead of GOTS. GOTS was Global Organic Textile Standard. Uh, GOLS is Global Organic Latex Standard or GALS. So if it's a latex product, hopefully just for an adult that's not, not allergic, that would be a good standard. There's the Sustainable Forestry uh, certification in Rainforest. But that applies and that's another good certification, but that applies to wood. So for example, in our adult mattresses, we make foundations underneath the mattress, and that's made with wood. So we only use Rainforest Alliance certified wood. So there there are other certifications for other things. Just be aware of them. And certifications are helpful. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Absolutely. The other
1: thing that people can look at is okay, who actually endorses? Who actually has something good to say about about the brand, <laughs> right? So, you know, once again, I'm not looking to turn this into an advertisement, but we have many, many, many very well-respected organizations that have said many nice things about us, and and uh, you'll you'll see it on our website if you can see if you can find those kinds of endorsements. They certainly help in picking a product. Once again, not just for crib mattress, but for for products in general. So, those are the two things that I would. I would encourage people to do
0: absolutely. Yeah, a good reference is always helpful, especially from an esteemed organization giving giving accolades to a company like like yours. So that's awesome. Yep. So Barry, now I want to know, just like all around, what do you want parents to know? Like, what do you want them to take away?
1: The cost of doing it right is is virtually no cost at all. you just take the time to do it right, if you do it wrong. You're asking for trouble. Let me give you a, a stark example. Just, to, I know it's scary, but let me. It makes the point. What is the biggest killer of children from age one to age nineteen, not including accidents? What is the biggest killer? Are you ready? What is it? It's cancer.
0: Oh, terrible!
1: How does a two-year-old child get cancer? When did this happen? How did how did this happen? I don't remember. I don't even remember that when I was a kid. But how did this happen? Cancer is now the biggest cause of death for children between the age, not from birth to one, but starting with age one to age 19, uh, other than accidents. Okay, so where do you think this cancer is coming from? It's coming from chemicals. What do you think? Okay, so what's my point? My point is that if you're sloppy, you are, and I I don't want to be too harsh, but you know, your kid might get hurt to one degree or another if you're not paying attention. So what's the takeaway? The takeaway is it's really not that difficult. You just do what's just take a little pay attention, you know, and try to do what's right. And you're gonna you're gonna help your kids. You can help yourself. Why would you wanna go through life with a child who has been harmed?
0: Right. I completely agree. And just that peace of mind, knowing that you've made the healthiest choice, the right choice for your family. So yeah, just that peace of mind knowing that you have something that's going to be good for them, especially on a when it comes to a product that you spend the like majority of your time on. And that's something I think people forget because you go to sleep and you wake up and it feels like no time at all. But I mean, it's a significant amount of your life. Um, it should be a healthy and safe choice for yourself and for your family. So I completely agree. Yep. Awesome. Barry, oh my goodness. I feel like I learned a ton and I'm sure our listeners have too. And do you have any like final thoughts or where can our audience find more about you guys and learn more about Naturopedic?
1: Well, naturopedic.com and we have an education section. We have all kinds of information. And if people have questions, just email us info at naturopedic or call Call, uh, you know, a customer service will be happy to help. If it's something uh, more on the scientific area, uh, I'm always free and I'm happy to consult with people. And I didn't mean that for charge. I meant just to help or if they, your audience should contact you and you can put people in, in touch with me or you can relay questions to me. And I'm always ha- always happy to work with you and your audience and and just move the move the needle in the right way.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today, Barry. I mean... And y'all who are listening, for the report that Barry mentioned in our episode, you can visit naturepedic.com slash report so you can get all of that information, or you can visit our episode description for that link so then you can get direct access to that. And again, thank you, Barry and Naturepedic, for all that you do for families and our babies. And for your discount code to all of us, you guys use discount code babychick20 for 20% off Naturepedic's products on their website. Yep. so again this information has been super helpful i know this will help families make the best choices for their babies so thank you again barry
1: well you're very welcome only good things for you and all your listeners
0: and same to you and for our listeners thank you for tuning in if you have any questions or stories to share about your little one's crib mattress we'd love to hear them you can share with us by going to baby chicks facebook page or we'll be posting today's episode we'll also be answering everyone's questions in the comments and if you haven't already please subscribe to chick chat the baby chick podcast wherever you listen to podcasts